This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, Episode 741, Moving Forward. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Owie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey. How's it going there, bud? Um, I'm trying to remember how to do this. And Well, you, you put a mic in front of your face, and then you start talking, and then stop talking when you're done. Fair enough. I can do that. I do that daily in stupid Zoom meetings. But we don't have ask you to be on video. We're, we're, we're nicer than that. Thank God. <laughs> so, uh, how you been there, bud? It's, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been it's been a hot minute. Um, I'm doing I'm doing okay. Like, uh, life has been mostly just moving forward. I'm very busy with work and all that other stuff. And increased responsibility there, so that's a good time. I'm not constantly having a panic attack about any of that at all. That's good. That'd be, that'd be a hard, terrible way to live. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would suck a lot. Um, I'm glad you have to go through that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> outside of, outside of the work thing, you know, just living life, playing video games, uh, playing playing a bunch of WoW as as one does. When, uh, when you know we are as invested in that game as uh, as we are, and I've been having a lot of fun with that, just just doing doing my own thing in there. It's been a lot of fun. That's good. What about you? What have you been up to? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, whatever last year, uh. We talked about uh, the lawsuit stuff against Blizzard, and we were taking some time off, and then that time extended. Sorry, I don't know if you guys can hear my the dogs apparently seeing something they don't like outside, so they're they're revving up their motor for growl and bark fest. Uh, um, and uh, that time extended even further, and then even further, and then um, yeah, things just just weren't. Uh, weren't doing so well in in, in the, the the Irvine California stuff, so uh, we decided we we're gonna return and uh, uh, see what the future's gonna hold. So, um, uh, no longer working. Uh, my contract was uh, was not extended, so uh, back on the job hunt. Um, and uh, I, I've played WoW here and there. Um, did. Uh, Joe from the Group Quest podcast did uh, purchase me a copy of New World. That's the new MMO from uh, Amazon. Um, so I played that. I was playing that for a while. 
Um, it's a game. Uh, I'll, I'll talk a little more about that a little in a few minutes, but um, a very interesting experience. Um, the best way I can describe it is uh, reminds you of how good you had it. <laughs> uh, in a lot of ways when it comes to comparing that game to WoW. Um, let's see. Uh, other than that, not too, too much. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, for, for gaming side, um, you know, like I said, played, played a fair bit of New World, uh, WoW here and there. Um, I did get... Uh, the new Diablo 2 Resurrected, but I haven't played it yet. Uh, did you play that at all? Uh, no, not not at all. Um, I'm excited for the people who are you are super stoked about it, but, like, I don't know. I never played it a lot before. Okay. So I don't have, I didn't have any those strong memories tied to it. So I think it's something I'll get to at one point, but it's pretty low on my priority list. Fair enough. Uh, so, like, what what have you been doing in WoW uh, over the last uh, three months or so since we were last year talking about the game? Oh, uh, past three months have been... It's been a lot of raiding. I've been, like... Like, the, the raid thing has been... The, prim the, the, the primary thing for my WoW time. Uh, as of right now, we are sitting at... Oh, wait, we actually just killed two new bosses. Oh, um, hold on. Uh, Teragru, I... Nine, Dormazane, and Nerzul. So we are five of ten heroic as of Thursday. Uh, we spent the last month kind of just beating our head against either Soul Render or Nerzul, and we got Soul Render down first on Thursday night, and we did that with about 45 minutes left in raid. And after that, you know, we're like, you know what? Anything we do after this is gravy. So let's just let's just try and see what happens with Nerzul. And Nerzul had been a bit of a struggle for us just because, um, like, managing that that weird blowback thing and unfortunate lining up of the different mechanics and all that other fun stuff. But we eventually got that down. So yeah, we're as of Thursday, we are sitting at five of ten heroic, which I am super happy about. I I'm, I have been cursed by the loot gods, apparently, though. Like, in order to complete my Shards of Domination bonus, I have to rock an LFR piece to, to, to complete that. So that doesn't feel great. Um, the bracers that I've been wanting off of the Eye of the Jailer has only dropped twice. And both times were the same night, and... That night, I just was not there for a raid. So, you know, Ouch. that's great. That sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so, so uh, when, when did Will join your raid group? I'm just curious. I wish I could blame Will, but it's all personal loot now. So it's just RNG that's bending me over. And that's not great. No, no, it's not. <clears throat> uh, RNG yeah, that, sucks sometimes, yep. Yeah. 
Um, I've also been, I, I hit the Corthia stuff pretty hard. Um, took care of all the rares on my warrior, which was, which was great. And I'm slowly making my progress towards getting that weird hand mount where you have to collect all the rings. I think I have three of the four rings and two of the four quarters I need to complete the fourth ring. And once I, and once I get that... I'll be able to get that hand mount, and I really want that hand mount, so I'm going to do whatever I can to get it. Uh, unfortunately, like, one of the, like, part of it is waiting on a specific quest to be available during the Maldraxxus invasions in the Maw. And, like, I check every time, well, almost every time, and that specific quest has not been available for me. So that, that's not been ideal. Um, and then when I'm not in my warrior, I've been playing on an arcane mage. I've been having fun playing that too. I, I capped out on an arcane mage and I'm slowly gearing it up. I'm even contemplating taking it to raid, not necessarily on progression because that would just be mean to everybody involved. But on, on, on our farm bosses, I plan on eventually once I get this sufficient gear for him, um, on taking taking him to our farm kills because I've I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, one thing also that people missed out on, and I'm gonna put this out there for everybody because there are enough people who witnessed it that'll rat me out if I don't mention this. <clears throat> uh, one week, uh, just through a strange combination of events, we ended up with one tank short. On raid night. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it was. It was especially interesting for me, who found himself tanking on, like, for realsies raid nights. Like, and like, I, I abuse the, I abuse the LFR, like the LFR rate tool to. Yeah, bah, 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 bah. I I use the LFR tank queue every once in a while if I just want to get a quick LFR run in to get my to get my to get a chance at completing my 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 uh, domination slot said bonus. But I, I've never done it in a in a like a real raid setting, and so that night we ended up going through four bosses. It was normal Kel'Thuzad. Normal Sylvanas, Heroic Terragru, and Heroic Eye of the Jailer. And it was terrifying. And it was just... It, it was frustrating for me, personally, because rage generation was a very real problem for me throughout the entire night. But that was mostly because... Um, like, my gear was not optimized to be in tank spec. I, I, I had been collecting some tank trinkets and some tank-specific stuff just in case I need to, I needed to fill in for a little bit while we wait for somebody who's late. Mm -hmm. But I was never gearing it up to the point where I would take on that role for an entire night. So um, because of that poor optimization, because of that poor, uh, that poor stat optimization, I, I was struggling hard to generate rage, and I, I like I don't know if you've ever played a warrior, but you need rage to use some of those abilities, and unfortunately, you also need rage to use some of your damage mitigation abilities. I do know uh, that, and I know warriors do know that. Yes, 
yeah. So uh, definitely sent some people into a panic with how like how much I was yo-yoing in health, but we managed to get it mostly done. We didn't quite get Eye of the Jailer down that night. But that was also, like, I believe our second or third night progressing on Heroic. So, you know, mistakes can mistakes were still being made and all that other stuff. So I will attribute that to that instead of my tanking. Okay. I, I, I don't think me, me struggling to keep me alive, I don't think was taking away from those attempts that night. If I'm remembering correctly. Um, what else interesting happened in WoW for me? Uh, I don't know. Doing a bunch of mount collection. Got that... Got that... Um, Night Fae mount from Corthia on like my first attempt on it. Nice. I didn't even know what it was. Like I, just, I know I killed the Wildling and got a quest. I'm like, what is this quest? And then I turned it in and I got a mount. Like, oh, cool. You know, it's not like that was the one I was least trying to get, but, you know, I'll take so it. So the, the one the one you have to defeat then ride, if you're, if you're Arden Wheel, they'll give you a mount quest? Yeah. Oh, I will have to take my uh, druid up there then. It doesn't happen every time. Well, Although it did, like happen, like it, it did happen every time for my mage, because he only did it the one time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me. Cool. All right. Uh, so for me, um, played WoW here and there, like I said, um, just kind of doing, uh, weekly renowned stuff, uh, doing the, uh, busy frustrate the jailer stuff out in Corthia, do my, uh, weekly anima gathering and so on uh like i said i did play new world uh and like i said you know it, it's one of those don't know don't don't know what you're missing till you till it's gone kind of things so i mean you you, you know Toshi, i've been playing world of warcraft since beta right um world of warcraft pretty early on had thoughtbot do you remember? Did you play during Thoughtbot times, or was it already Wowhead when you started playing? Um, what did I use? I was using a mix with Thoughtbot and I want to say Alakazam. Okay, okay, yeah, that was kind of the secondary Alakazam and Thoughtbot were kind of competitors at the time, uh, and then Wowhead kind of won out of the, out of the out of nowhere. Um, so. So when you played, you you if you were stuck on something, if you you had something to do but you didn't know where to go because the quest was super vague, you could go to one of those sites and and find information, right? Right. What if you didn't have those sites? Um, I would just wander aimlessly. Usually, in, like knowing me, I would wander aimlessly until I stumbled across the right answer. Or found something that happened to work, or found someone that was doing the quest and asked them for help. I say, and if the community was Final Fantasy fourteen, if the community was pretty much just trolls who, if they answered, gave you a smart ass remark and ignored you. 
So, like, WoW players do now? In yeah, pretty much. Chat? Yeah. Um, basically, what I'm describing to you is playing New World. Um, so, in New World, there are... Each town has a, a board with uh, jobs that re, re, refresh every 20 minutes, and you can do as many of those as you want. You can literally farm rep uh, with the, the town uh, just by going and doing the quests you get, coming back, getting new quests, going just over and over. This is great. So I have one that says, call 20 sheep. Great. Sheep are mountainous, I assume, because I have, I've been on the, in, the, in the farm areas and I've never seen any. So I go up to a mountain, found one sheep. Wait an hour, doesn't respond. Or if it did, it responds somewhere else. Uh, so I go and try to find another sheep. Uh, scour three zones, finally find another sheep. Uh, this is an eight hour play session. I found two sheep out of 20. Less than ideal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know uh, the drop rate for, like, Zevra hooves is pretty low, but not two out of 20 in a couple hours low. But you can find Zevras. Like, you can locate Zevras. And when you find a Zevra, there's usually a number of Zevras, and you can just keep killing them, and eventually you'll get your 15 Zevra hooves. Or 15 pristine Zevra hooves, because you got a bunch of damaged ones in the process. Um... You have a bank, right? In World of Warcraft? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, what if your bank was individual to each town you visit? On so, the one hand, lots of storage. On the uh, other hand, very annoying. Uh, lots of storage. However, guess what happens when you when you start? You get a small amount of storage. Right. Uh not now, similar to World of Warcraft. True. However, uh, you only get infrequent upgrades to that storage, and it only increases by a fractional amount. And everything's based on weight in New in New World for for capa like for storage or, or carrying. So you have, you know, you start out with twenty five pounds, and an axe would be eight pounds, and some food would be four pounds, and so on. Like that, that's that's how storage is, is worked out in the game. Um, and you can increase that, but you have to level up with the town you're at, and you can't access that storage from anywhere else. So you can't be in town A and access your storage from town B. So if you yeah, want what's in your storage in town B, you have to go back to town B. Is there a uh, is there a transit system of some sort that makes travel a bit easier? There is, and the currency for that is gotten through doing quests at a very limited rate, and is it's it a very specific expensive. currency just for 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 yes. For, okay. Oh, that's, no, that's it's odd. it's also used in in crafting as well. Okay. Uh, it's called. It's I can't remember, can't remember what it's called, but 
that same thing is used to craft to improve the weapon you're crafting or whatever you're crafting so you can get a better quality version um and it's uh it's easy to run out it's also very limited on how much you can carry you can carry 250 and a trip could cost you 95. So can you, can you store that currency or is no, it just it, you you can you can have 250. Oh, right. that's how much you can, oh. that's, that's your cap. Okay. So basically you can do two trips. Now some trips are, are are cheaper. I don't know what the math is there. I've never figured that out. Uh cuz I've traveled halfway across the continent for less than it cost me to travel to the next town over. Again, don't know the, the math there. I don't know how they calculate what the cost is going to be. Um, now, in World of Warcraft, up until level 20 now, I think, or level 40, basically, when I leveled up, when I started, I was level 40. You got a mount to travel faster, right? Right. No mounts at all. Uh, the the animal there's actually uh, boards in each city or each town you you're in you can go to uh, that that describes that the the animals of this place have have rejected the idea of being uh, burdens. They they will not carry anybody. They will not carry goods. They will not carry people. They will not do anything of the sort. So you have to run everywhere. Now, uh, if you die in the world, you, you'll come back. However, if you haven't built a camp, which can only be made in certain places, uh, you will be forced to go back to either where your inn is or the nearest town. Or your home, if you have purchased a home. But you, you, you purchase a home. Um... But homes come with property taxes. What? Yeah. Uh, you can lower your property taxes. It's one of the options once you, as you level your reputation with a town. Um, but you, you could spend $10,000 on a home, run out of gold, and no longer be able to have your home and lose, every, lose the home. This is a little too real for my liking. Uh... There is no vendor. Uh, everything is either salvaged to get uh, repair parts or uh, sold on the trading post, which also is taxed, which isn't surprising. WoW has an auction house tax. It's, it's fine. Um, or you can just drop it in the world. And after like uh, five minutes, it'll disappear. Like, all this sounds like it's a very specific kind of MMO made for a very specific kind of person. Yes. And what I am hearing is that person is not me. Also, that... I, I'm very much liking Manny's comment in chat. Manny in chat says, Madros is complaining that he is gold cap and starts the game with max travel speed, which is technically correct. <laughs> okay, so... Let me let me continue with this description of this game. Um, so no vendors to sell your stuff to, so you can't get gold back that way. Um, the amount of gold you have is limited. 
Uh, and um, basically, this game, ha ha the players have been forced to basically rely on a barter system uh, because it's too expensive to post things on the on the trading post and actually make anything from it. Uh, I think the tax to post something is 10% of the, what you're going to ask. Uh, they take another, I think, 30% once you sell it, I believe. I, I don't know the exact numbers, though. Um, like, at this point, it, it's a pretty good possibility that I may have actually lost my house at this point. Because I, I think it's been longer than the period you have to pay your taxes that I that since I last logged in. There's no subscription, so there's, there's no recurring costs. Um... Let's see what else. Uh, uh, if you so uh, when you played, do, did you have weapon skill ups? Like, did you have to go like punch a boar barehanded to level up your un unarmed s s skill? Yep, I've got the knuckle sandwich achievement. Great, that's that's here. Uh, you 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 gotta you, you gotta use it. Every kind of weapon, rapier, bow, gun, longsword, axe, long axe, mace, or sorry, hammer, um, short hammer. Every weapon type has a, a its own uh, leveling, like its own uh, thing. You can't, there's no unarmed, thankfully. Um, but if you are, you know, level 20 and you just picked up your first gun and you want to go level it up, you're going to miss against anything that you'll actually get a lot of uh, skill-ups on, and then you're, you're SOL, basically. Uh, there's no classes. Uh, it's basically just whatever weapons you have equipped and whatever stats you work towards. Um, so you can be ranged DPS using a gun, uh, an ice lance, or sorry, an ice, basically an ice glove, basically. Um... Uh, or a bow, like a gunbow or ice glance, you can be uh, tanky with uh, a hammer as your weapon. Uh, you can be a little bit better with a rapier or a sword. Um, yeah. As much as I appreciate that there's definitely a market for this game, uh, the only reason I would play it in any significant fashion, it would be simply I don't have a, the money for a WoW subscription uh, or any other game that I want to play. But I did give it a lot of time. I leveled up to 30 and the cap is 60. So that's not an insignificant amount of time that I've given to the game. Right. Um, and, I'm, and I'm confident at this point that I can say this is not a game that I would choose to play on a regular basis. Um, there, there, there's just too much work, too much, uh, job to it, uh, for me is the best way I can put it. Uh, if that makes any sense. Like I, I yeah, oh yeah. It, yeah, it feels very much like, oh, I've got to go pay my rent and, uh, because I got to pay my rent, I got to go out and do all this other stuff to get the money to pay my rent. And as opposed uh, to just jumping into a game like wow, we're like okay, I want to do this thing. Okay, I can go do this thing now. Yeah. Um. It's it's definitely a version game. Uh, it, it's unlike any other MMO I've ever played. 
Um, it, it's missing some features that, uh, for me, are are pretty notable. Um, and and that makes me, makes me sad a little bit because um, I, I had hoped this game would give me something that I could kind of. Um, yeah. I had hoped that this could be something I could play instead of WoW for a bit, but uh, uh, just it's just too much to it, too much. But yeah, that's uh, you know, um, I I I did let my WoW subscription lapse uh, a few weeks ago, uh, just because I realized I wasn't logging in and I didn't feel like it was worth ahead of the current the new patch. Um, I, I didn't feel it was really worth doing that, so. Um, Probably when that patch goes live, I'll, I'll probably re re up my sub with the token I, I bought before I left the game. So, um, but yeah, so I I haven't given up on WoW. I, I wanted to see what this cool new thing was, uh, especially when it was offered to me to get the the copy, um, and I wanted to give it a fair shot. And, and I feel like thirty levels, uh, I'd probably say a couple hundred hours play. Uh, I, I think I've given it that fair shot. Um, there's definitely things that WoW could learn from it. Um, there's a lot of things it could do better. Uh, and I have seen very little communication from the developers on addressing some of the more critical issues with the game from my perspective. Um, and I don't know that they actually care about the issues that I have with the game because those, I think, may be intentional differences between WoW and themselves. Uh, that they put in place to be a, di a very different option. Um, also, surprisingly, I felt like there was less character customization options than there was for WoW, which shocked me. That's that's an achievement in itself because the WoW WoW character yeah. customization is very much lacking. Although that's going to see some improvement in a little in a little bit, like. Like customization in WoW in generally isn't one of the selling points. Yeah, like um, you can choose your gender, your hair color, your eye color. You could have a tattoo. Um, you could have a scar. Um, pretty much that was it. Um, like there, there's the really low end customizations. Uh, I, I really think if they, the reason why they don't have a trial of the game is because I don't think a lot of people would continue after the trial, in my opinion. Anyway, but that, that is just my opinion, and others are, fair to, are free to disagree. I, I do not ask anybody or force anybody to, to agree with me on that. Um, this is definitely a, a game for some people, just not for this one. So, but let's, uh, let's move on, because uh, we have other, uh, other things to talk about. Um, we mentioned earlier the, the reason for our three-month hiatus was due to, uh, the issues at, I'm going to say what it actually is, uh, instead of what people keep calling it, the issues with the discrimination at Activision Blizzard King, because the, the lawsuit that started all of this, um, addressed issues at all three studios, Activision, Blizzard, and King, um, significantly more issues and, and worse issues at Blizzard, 
but there are issues at the other studios that have have also not been addressed. Uh, so, um, and, until all that's addressed, I don't feel like t focusing on Blizzard is really a, a fair thing, uh, because fixing things at Blizzard is not going to change that there's issues at Activision, King, and other studios within the Activision umbrella. So, um, a few days after our last episode, uh, actually might have been like the day after, I think, maybe, um, the staff at Blizzard had a walkout. Now, you may be wondering, how do you do a walkout in times of COVID? Well, you mask up, you leave your home, and you go to the front of the gates of Blizzard. We've been through those gates, to Toasty. We we've been there. Yep. The, the beautiful sign over the top, Blizzard. They went there. And there's hundreds of them to to protest this. Um, they launched a movement called a Better ABK. They came up with um, four conditions that they that they demanded. Um, uh, Toasty, can you can you clarify for me uh, how many of those conditions has uh, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard King, met so far? Um, it's hard to meet any of the conditions that you don't address. So, none. Yeah. Uh, so, Blizzard, uh, management and Activision Blizzard King have ignored it completely. Uh, they, they've done pretty much every bad thing you could expect somebody to do in this situation to make the situation worse. Is the best way I can put it. Um, they hired a law firm to do an investigation of their business practices that is known very strongly as a union busting firm. Um, people who will sit down with employees who have issues and strongly discourage them from ever considering uh, formal employment action. Um, some some just terrible decision making there. Um, I think when we last done a show, uh, Fran Townsend, uh, who is a fairly new hire at Blizzard, uh, or Activision, sorry, uh, made a, a, a post or a letter saying that this lawsuit was unfair, a uh, very tone-deaf response. Um, that person's still there. Um, recently made a, a statement saying, oh, we've fired some people and reprimanded some people and, and we're all good now. They're not all good now. Um, the law, the original lawsuit uh, that was filed in late July of, of this year uh, is still ongoing, has been expanded um, to for, include further accusations, as well as to add the accusation of uh, Activision Blizzard King destroying documents, shredding documents that were pertinent to the case. Um, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard King also uh, was sued um, by another department of the government, I think it was the federal government department, this one, uh, over, uh, yeah, it's the Equal, U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, uh, for very similar issues, uh, and came to a settlement almost immediately. Uh, an $18 million settlement, um, and it took about two hours for folks at Blizzard to review the settlement and basically declare that this would 
be a very bad thing for the original lawsuit um, because if you agree to this settlement, uh, your rights regarding the original set lawsuit uh, are void. You have no claims, you, nothing further can be done about what was done to you. Uh, it, you're, 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 you're agreeing that you're all good now, everything's fine, you're, you're, you're solid, they made up for everything that was done to you, and so on. Uh, I, I don't know anybody that is not considered a manager or a, a, a quote-unquote C-level executive, a, a CEO, CEO, so something like that, who is not basically saying, don't do not do this. Don't, don't agree to the settlement. Do not sign on to the settlement. Um, they've had lawsuits. Um, one was actually heard today um, about the settlement. Um, the Department of Fair Employment and Housing, which is the original settlement, the original lawsuit, uh, they were requesting a uh, pause on that settlement because of its impact on their lawsuit. Um, that was rejected today. Um, Actors and Blizzard King also was trying to get the DFEH settlement uh, paused because uh, allegedly two lawyers from the Equal Employment Operating Commission worked there on their lawsuit against Blizzard before going to the DFEH. That pause was also rejected today by the judge. Uh, so uh, that settlement will go forward. The lawsuit will go forward. And it's... it's Okay. Language unlike you'd expect to hear on the show, it's a major clusterfuck. I think we can agree on that. It's still just a clusterfuck. Um... The Securities Exchange Commission, uh, they handle stocks and, and, the and the markets and such. They're investigating Blizzard uh, because at the uh, employment or the, uh, the uh, earnings call leading up to this, um, Blizzard played down pretty significantly this lawsuit and this investigation by the DFEH, um, basically saying, you know, it's no big deal, it's just, no problems there. Uh, and a lot of there, there's several suits from class action lawsuits from investors in Activision Blizzard King, basically saying like, "What the f? You told us this is no big deal, and it is absolutely a big deal." Um, and uh, there's been some departures uh, of staff, uh, some more willing than others. Um, a lot of people have left simply because they cannot condone working for this company anymore. Um, there are several that I follow who on their way out have detailed some of the stuff they went through. Some people who were already out of the company um, have also detailed the stuff they've gone through. Uh, it is all disturbing as hell. Um, absolutely, um, there needs to be change at the company and uh, going forward, uh, let me promise you right here and now, uh, all things Azeroth will continue to call out this company and call for the employees to be listened to um, and demand better from a company we give our money to on a monthly basis. 
So, um, some unwilling departures. Uh, Jalen Brack is gone. Uh, Jesse McCree is gone. Um, there's uh, Luis... I can't remember his last name. Uh, basically, anybody who has had their name associated with this, um, for the most part, is gone. Uh, and, unless there was... Uh, perhaps other related stuff that, that would exclude them from that. But uh, I, I can't think of anybody who has been associated with all of this that is still in the company. Um, so uh, the company has also uh, gone through and begun washing their games of references. Um now, I'll, I'll be honest, like, there have been times where stuff that has been removed from this game has given me bad feelings, but there's also instances where I didn't think it was really needed, but I also trust the people who are making the decisions of what needs to, what can, needs to go and what can stay are better people in this regard to, to, to answer that. Um... There were some paintings that were changed or removed uh, from the game. I don't know if I've ever seen these paintings, but somebody felt they needed to go. I will defer to that person. Um, there was a lot of flirts that have gone, uh, and I'm fine with those being removed. Um, the uh, There's a, a zone on Argus that was renamed, uh, because it was named Macquarie, uh after Jesse McCree. Um, now, Tosi, you played a lot of Overwatch, and I, I want your thoughts on the renaming of Jesse McCree, the the character in Overwatch, to Cole. Cole Cassidy. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? Because I have my own thoughts, and I'm, I'm I want to hear your thoughts first. Um, given given the unfortunate link, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I am okay with him getting renamed. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard for people to get used to that change, but that's that's gonna be his name now. And you know they tried to shoehorn a story reason for it, and you know it's whatever. It also makes sense in the context of the character, so I'm not overly. Uh, I don't have a strong reaction towards it. Basically, is what I'm saying. The okay. change needed to happen because of the unfortunate inspiration behind the name, and you know they did it in the, they did it in the best way they could given the circumstance. Yeah. Um. I've seen a lot of commentary on this. Um. Some people just don't like the name. Think it's stupid. I don't care a name. It's not the name it had. Um, but it's fine. I I feel bad for Matt Mercer needed to go and so many of the cast uh voice cast for Overwatch that has to go back in and re-record lines that reference McCree. But Matt Mercer over anything because he's got to probably have to record most of that, like a lot of that stuff. Um but like If people don't understand 
why that renaming happened, uh, I would suggest they need to spend a lot of time self-reflecting on what has happened and why this had to happen. Like, imagine it's you or a family member of yours and you have to know every day that not only is this, did this person do this to somebody that you know, or you, but they are referenced in a game played by millions of people. I don't know the accusations against Jesse McCree, the, the, the person, other than that he was in a photo, and I don't need to know. I trust that Blizzard got rid of him for a reason and feels they need to change the references to him in their games. And I see a lot of people saying, oh, this is just Blizzard trying to do tiny little things for PR purposes. And to those people, I say, go to hell. These are, these are requests being done by, by staff at Blizzard because they are uncomfortable with these references in the stuff they're working on. I am, am willing to bet you big money that there is no person at Activision Blizzard who is in any upper management tier that cares about these things. They don't care about this, this person being referenced in their game. In fact, if, if it's costing them money to remove these, and if they have to pay Matt Mercer to come back and record those, and, and all those voice actors to come back and record those, they'd very happily not have that happen. It's a staff at Blizzard that wants these changes. And they are fighting for these changes inside this company because they are not comfortable with these references. So, this is a PR thing? No, it's not. 100% not a PR thing. It is the employees demanding because they've said so over and over and over on social medias across the spectrum. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. I'm sure there's social medias I'm not even aware of that they're asking for this stuff. So I understand that everybody wants to, to put this as a PR thing. They, they want to, oh, it's always just a PR thing. This is all about the PR. That's all they care about, the, the, the perspective of how they're seen, they don't care. As long as you don't hurt their money, their, their income, they don't give a damn. Period. They don't care. So, I understand that you want to look at it like that, and you can, but you're wrong. We've heard from staff inside Blizzard who are fighting for these changes and are fighting to get these games into a place where people can actually play them work on them, and be proud of that work. I'm sorry, if you can't be proud of your work, you're no longer at a place that is fun to work at. You're at a place that is just a paycheck. And that's just all it is. Um, in the end, Blizzard having issues coming from their naming characters after people was inevitably going to be a problem. 
Um, there are there are people in this world who are not good people, and we don't always know that at the time they're in our lives. And when you name something in a video game after somebody that you know, and that person becomes a problem, changes need to happen. And from what I'm hearing, Blizzard's policy going forward is to never name anything in any of their games after a person. I personally think that's a good thing. Am I sad that there's never been a Medros or a Dwight character in World of Warcraft? Eh, would have been fun, but I never needed it. I wanted a fun game. That's all I cared about. So, um, one last thing to mention um, is uh, several of the people behind the uh, A Better ABK movement have also fired an unfair labor practices lawsuit against uh, Activision Blizzard King because of their uh, pressure tactics, um, at least partly, I, I believe, uh, by that law, the law firm that they had hired um, for those trying to bring complaints or trying to work towards uh, a more formal labor movement within the company um, and and basically trying to to bust any idea of a, of a union at the company. Um, of course, all of the lawsuits Blizzard has basically said, no, we were, fi we're fine. We didn't do that. We, were, we, we would never do that. And of course they did. So uh, that's kind of where things stand. Um, lots of legal action. Um, I, unsurprisingly, one of the people who left was legal counsel for Activision Blizzard. I can't say that I'm super surprised by that, and I don't think anybody else was um, when they saw that person leave, because I wouldn't want to deal with this uh, this cluster either. So, uh, any final thoughts on this from you there, uh, Toasty? Um, I think you pretty much summed it up. I hope that that all these various suits don't interfere with each other and that there's some real change that happens as a result of all this. And we're seeing a bit of that now, uh, certainly with the shifting attitudes and, um, and actions that are happening within the game. And hopefully that'll lead to a more meaningful amount of change on the whole over at Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, and like we said, when we were last year, three months ago, um, we stand with the employees. We stand with the the goal and the desire to make Blizzard a better company and to make it a place where people can be proud to work again. Um, and we stand with the demands made by the employees um, in trying to further that goal to of improving the company and making it a good place to work again. That hasn't changed and that will not change. Um, we, as with the employees, demand a better company and a better place to make these games from. All right, so now that we're almost an hour into the show, uh, let's talk about some actual game news, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> so, this is, this is kind of what happens when you take a month, three months off, isn't it? Like, lots yeah. of stuff happens. Yeah, like 915 hit the PTR, and now yeah. all of a sudden it's going to be out next week. Yeah. And with it comes a whole bunch of new stuff. We got a bunch of new character customizations, some for the allied races, which which has some people very excited. 
Um, for me, so what you're saying is we don't get a BlizzCon, but we get a patch. Yes. Oh, right. BlizzCon. Rip. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to. Here we go. Bad thoughts there. I'm sorry. Uh, <clears throat> um. So yeah. Um. New character customizations. That's something that people have been asking for, specifically with the allied races, just because when you compare the allied races to their base races, the number of customization options that the base races had um, very much dwarfed the allied races, which didn't make sense, you know, in the grand scheme of things, but, you know, we're going to have them now, so that's kind of cool. Um, also, that ripcord that they mentioned a, a while ago, uh, I don't know if you remember the whole ripcord discussion uh, during the beta of uh, Shadowlands. Uh, it, it's it's been pulled. It's very much been pulled. So like the ease of covenant swapping that people have been asking for for some reason. I don't know why. You should have just picked Venthyr and stuck with it the entire time. But everybody makes mistakes now. Everybody can safely go to Venthyr, and we'll be fine. But for those of you that didn't, but but, but you know those of you who are putting that off because you know you didn't want to gr grind out all that renown. Or whatever. Well, guess what? Now you can. You can, and it's great. And you don't have to worry about the renowned stuff. You don't have to worry about unlocking your third soul bind. You'll you'll just have that stuff there. So once you hit max renown um, on your one covenant, you can just swap to another one, and it'll be fine. So that's really cool. But the thing that I am looking forward to most. Actually, there are two things I'm looking forward to. One is the Maw intro being skippable. It is finally here. So all the alts I have waiting just... Just in front of Mr. Morgrain over there. Can finally continue their battle, their, their journey into Shadowlands. Uh, I'm not sure if they've fixed... How apparent it is that you can do it. And the timing on how it happens, because last time I checked, um, you talk to Morgrain, and then you get to talk to him again to say, I've done this already, please let me skip. Um, but if you didn't do it in time, he walked through that death gate, and he had to walk to Ice Crown, and at that point, it's too late to skip. So I'm not sure if that's been fixed. I hope it's been fixed. But in any case, if it hasn't, just just after you take that additional quest from Morgrain to go to Ice Crown, just click on them real fast and say, I did this already. So that you can skip the Maw intro quest. But the other thing, the other thing I'm literally looking forward to is Legion time walking. Now, I'm not looking forward to it for the dungeons, although the dungeons are going to be a lot of fun. Like, I enjoyed the Legion dungeons, and I'm looking forward to seeing them again. What I'm really looking forward to is that mage tower because that is a that is, that that is going that is a very big part of the legion time walking week now unfortunately as of right now the mage the mage tower time walking is only going to be available during legion time walking which is a mistake it should it, it should be available all the time blizz I, I get why it's not but i i want it all the time um, and, and you'll be able to go through it on the, on the different classes. Now, 
understandably, some people are going to be wondering, like, but what about all these Mage Tower weapon skins that I collected for my artifact weapon back in the day? Does this just mean that everybody's going to be have access to those skins? The answer is no. Just straight up no. But if you were to complete those things, if you were to complete the like, if you were to complete, say, the Fury Warrior Mage Tower challenge, you're not going to get the weapon skin that was tied to that. You will, however, get access to recolored versions of, I believe, it's the. Oh, it's the um, Tomb of Sargeras tier sets. And some of those recolors are really sweet. And I really want the warrior one. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to all that. Now, I know we've got some Druid listeners out there. And they're, they're a little concerned, I can imagine. Because, like, how often do they show up in their armor, right? Yes, they're going to get the cool recolored armor. But, you know, they're shapeshifted half the time. Don't worry, I got a solution for you. Well, specifically for the tanks out there. For the Druid tanks, you got something cool coming up. So remember that Werebear appearance that you got as a Guardian Druid when you completed the Mage Tower? Some people I don't remember it, but I'm sure some people do. Some people really like that. And they're kind of upset that that was the only opportunity that they had to get it, and, you know, it's just not available to them anymore. Well, what if I told you you can get a version of it? Now, as previously promised, we're not going to be getting any of the Mage Tower-specific artifact appearances that we were previously able to get during Legion. But for you Guardian Druids out there, you're going to get a little something special. You're going to get a fell-tinted version of that gar- of that Guardian Druid skin. So, you know, you get the prestige of bragging that you completed that challenge during time walking. But for all you OGs who did that back in the day, you still got your one thing to like stick out and be a little bit more special. Now you're thinking now now I know what you're thinking, cool. Like I get I'll, I'm getting I'm getting the the armor appearances and whatnot, and that's cool. But what, I want a little something else. Just a little bit extra. So, I believe there are a total of seven different challenges throughout the Mage Tower experience. What if I were to tell you, if you were to complete all of those challenges, you get, you know, a cool little thing to, to celebrate that achievement. That sounds pretty good, right? Well, you're going to get that in the form of a mount. It is a, um, it is a flying tome is what it is, what it essentially is. You know, not dissimilar to the thing that, uh, one of the options that was made available to everybody during that whole anniversary thing that gave us the wandering ancient mount, but instead it's a flying, flying book. And that 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 and that mountain looks pretty damn sweet. It also gives me hope that eventually I will get my chonky bug. Cause I want that in my life. So give that to me too, Blizz. You give it you give you're giving us You gave us the the ancient, which is cool, you know, it changes colors and all that. It's autumn themed now. We're getting the book, give me my chonky bug. And whatever the fourth option was. 
What was the fourth option? I don't remember what the fourth option was. Whatever. Was it a cat? Oh, right. Slime cat. People wanted yeah, the slime, slime cat mount. That's cool and whatnot. Oh, the Nerubian. Yeah, there's a Nerubian option, too. There are five different choices. Maybe more. The Nerubian I'm less excited about. Of the four, of the four, of, the, of those options, like the Nerubian was the one I was least excited about. Give me Chalky Bug. Book is cool, too. Watering Ancient was okay. Slime Kitty, eh, I'll take it or leave it. Nerubian was very much bottom of the list for me. <clears throat> I, I believe it may have actually also been bottom of the votes as well. Sounds about right. Now, what if I told you that's not all that's coming in 915? Now, some people got their wish granted to them with the Ma unlock thing. Some people got their wish with the with the free covenant swaps. Now, I know one person on the show had a particular wish that would allow her to go back to some old content and farm that up because there were a lot of cosmetics and a lot of mounts and a lot of pets that were locked to that mode. That's right. I'm talking about the expeditions. So the expeditions that we got in Battle for Azeroth People, people, I, w I don't want to say really liked it. There were, there were, there was a certain subset of players who enjoyed that content, and there's a certain subset of, the of of players who enjoyed the potential reward, and they didn't get all those potential rewards. Now you're going to be able to, because those expeditions are soloable now. I mean, I'm sure they were soloable before, but you know, you still needed three people to queue up. <laughs> don't need to worry about that anymore. You can queue for that by yourself. And farm that to your heart's content. Anybody else feel like soloable is a really hard word to say? No, I don't. Soloable. 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 It's lost meaning. But soloable <laughs> right. is a perfectly manageable word. Much like turning in your animal will be perfectly manageable. Previously, we had to go back to our to our covenant sanctum and talk to the quest giver and turn in our anima. And that just felt like an, un an unnecessary trip. In fact, most of the time I rarely did that. I pretty much only did that when I had to pick up the new quest at the at beginning of the next week. Otherwise I didn't bother. Well, now don't need to go all the way back to your covenant sanctum. Just head to Corthia. There's going to be a dude there that you can talk to, to turn in your anima. So that's, that's dandy. Nice quality of life change there. That'll be helpful. Um, there's also going to be a new heirloom rank. I didn't read anything about this personally, but I'm going to trust that these notes were taken from a reputable source. I have no idea about that, but that sounds cool. I mean, MMO Champion is pretty reputable, isn't it? I would, I would hope so. <laughs> Um, one other thing that's coming is, uh, those Corthian armaments that you got to gear up your alts. You know how much of a pain in the ass it was, you know, to, to be targeting, to be hoping for a specific thing and just never getting it. Well, now, now that's coming. You can just buy a specific Corthian armament for a specific slot and you will get that specific piece of gear. 
nice little change there as well. That is very good. I'm very much appreciative of that. Um, also, Torghast leveling. Briefly teased during the beta. You know, they, it's, it was teased as something that they wanted to implement, but they, they uh, didn't quite have the time to do it. Uh, that is an option as well in 915. It's not a very good option, at least from what was what was uh, determined in early data mining and just in practice. I'm not sure if there have been any changes made to that, but if you really if you want to level through Torghast, or at least you know get part of a part of a bar during your leveling time, that is an option as well. Um what else? What else is coming in 91? There's so many things coming in 915 and like I feel like I've read most of them, but you know, I'm trying to sum up three months worth of PTR content into this little segment, and I am struggling a little bit because there was a lot. Uh, and, and it'll be here in a week. Yeah, that's the important bit. It'll be here next week, y'all. So, you know, all those alts you've been itching to level but didn't want to go through the mall, you can do that. Like, there's just a whole bunch of stuff coming next week. Uh, yeah. Good timing for choosing to come back to a show this week. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, anything stick out for you there, Medros, that you were particularly excited about? Well, um, I'm a little sad that I, I'm pretty sure I've done this, the, the Ma, like, started the Ma intro on a number of alts that I would like to skip it. Um, I'd like there to be ability to go back to Stormwind and say I'd like to skip it now instead of going back to the mall, but I I don't think there is. Um, and in my turn-ins from Corthia, I mean that'll be good for bag space because it was always annoying that I if I had too much anima stuff in my bags that I had to fly back to my san my uh, my sanctum for unloading all of that. That'll be nice. Um, but I, I mean, once I do everything for the the jailer, subdue so the jailer's efforts quest every week, I haven't been going back to Corthia at all. So uh, it, it really, you know, it's basically just to, I go back to the, my sanctum until next Tuesday kind of thing. Uh, so really haven't had the need for that so far. Um, Mage Tower, I never did it. So it doesn't really matter to me. Um Yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of stuff that the fans have been asking for, so it's good to see that Blizzard decided to give uh, the okay to, to do what many are calling, like, probably one of the biggest fan service patches in, in WoW history. Um, and uh, I, I hope those who are looking for this stuff, uh, you know, I hope they appreciate it and I hope they enjoy uh, the awesome features they're getting, so... Uh, but yeah, uh, excited for the patch. It's going to be cool, uh, and it'll be interesting to see uh, what the what the player base thinks when the patch goes live. I foresee multiple covenant changes, all towards direction of the Venthyr, the best covenant available. Well, I, I envision a lot of people leaving the Venthyr to go to the the real covenant, uh, which is of course Kyrian. You mean the, 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 
like not so great Jedi equivalent. Then you know, don't get me started on my problems with the Jedi. But like, <laughs> uh, yeah. If I uh, if I if I had to pick this, if I had to pick pseudo Jedi's versus vampires, I'm picking vampires. This does not surprise me. That that is exactly what I expect you to pick. But that that is uh, that is just just who you are, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited by this uh, patch. It it should hopefully make some people happier, and uh, I mean, it will make some people unhappy. But I mean, can't please everybody. So um, I'm glad they're doing what they can to please as many as they can with stuff that's been long requested. Um, and um, I, I just ask that those who don't find much to be happy about this patch, uh, that they try and let the people who are happy be happy. Uh, because even if you don't find anything in this that you're excited about, others do, and they should be allowed to be happy about that. Don't uh, yuck anybody else's yums, unless it is exactly. hurting someone. So uh, one quick thing that I noticed in in, uh, in the, the perusal of the news from the last several months, uh, bulk transfers... Um, so in the future, unknown time frame of this, uh, you'll be able to bulk character realm transfer your tunes. Uh, and those tunes will be a bulk, a bundle price. Um, so, uh, if you want to move all of your characters from, you know, uh, um, I don't know, Eldritch Halas over to Argendon. Um, if you have 10 characters, you can move them all, uh, or you can move a bunch of them, uh, whichever ones are really important to you. Uh, I think this will be really good for those who do choose to, to move entirely. Uh, but I unfortunately do also see that there, there could be some problems with this, um, where a player might, um, you know, be the guild leader of a very rich guild, take everything from the guild bank and then transfer all their characters out. So there's no retribution. There's no... Um, there's no consequences for them. Uh, I, it's unfortunate that this is something that I have to consider, but um, unfortunately there are people like that who would do stuff like that. So uh, hopefully we don't see this. Uh, hopefully people who take you, make use of this are, are doing it for good reasons um, and can save themselves a bit of money by transferring all their characters in bulk. Um, another thing while we were uh, on hiatus... Uh, the Sylvanas novel was delayed till uh, February of next year um, and has been delayed again. Uh, so uh, the current estimated release time, I'm going to say estimated because until we are, uh, I would say the 25th of March uh, or so next year, uh, I, I'm not really willing to say that, that, that I expect the book to be out on that time, uh, is March 29th of 2022. Now, uh, the, consider the, the suspicion by a lot of people in the community is that this is happening because the folks at Blizzard have decided to delay patch 9.2 um, or something Something this is tied to was expected to happen in February. Now it's going to happen in March. Um, whether this is a patch release, an announcement, um, for instance, that could be when BlizzCon line is going to happen. Um, Something that, that that this book being released is tied to isn't going to happen until closer to this date. So we have to wait a bit longer. Um, not surprised. Like, in the end, we, we don't know what the cause of this is. Uh, but 
as far as I know, most of Blizzard is still working from home. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure you're still working from home there, Toasty. Uh, most people are still working from home who are working. So um, there's, there's going to be delays. There's going to be things that happen that cause things not to go off as expected. And we as players need to understand and be accepting of that. Um, I truly feel this is BlizzCon line uh, related. Um, in my head, and I understand this is entirely in my head, I feel that there is content in the Sylvanas novel related to the next expansion, which will be announced at BlizzCon line sometime in March. So you don't want the book coming out when you're waiting for the announcement of something the book is going to tease or, or outright reveal as coming up next. Um, and I, that's, that's kind of my feeling on that. Um, what like you seem to agree like or you it seemed like you were feel, agreeing that it's likely related to BlizzCon line BlizzCon line or something around like yeah BlizzCon line basically is what I'm expecting is causing that delay or I mean it's, it could be a combination of all the things you know 9.2 BlizzCon line all that stuff well if if, if, the, if the delay is related to 9.2 then I would fully expect that the 9.2 patch would be out around my birthday. Because I would expect this, the book to be out a, out a week or two, maybe a month before um, whatever it is teasing. So so it's not a huge gap of spoiler. Um, and if it's BlizzCon line, then I expect that that's probably going to happen uh, probably like the weekend before. Uh, so if we look at the, the calendar for March, we're probably looking at BlizzCon line the 25th and 26th of March. Um, because then once whatever it's it's related to is, is announced, then they can release the book. Um, I also expect, if it is BlizzCon Rowline related, any, um, any media getting a copy of the book early would be under a strict embargo to not, <laughs> not at all be saying anything about what's happening in the book. Um, I hope I get a copy. Um, and, uh, for anybody out there, if that is the case and I'm right on this, I will apologize for saying absolutely nothing about the book that not even that I have a copy of the book, uh, until whatever's being announced is announced. Um, and, and I know there'll be a lot of people who'll be like really upset to know that I had a copy and I, I knew it was coming. Um, but I, I may not even get a copy. So who knows? Just saying, if it's related to something that's announced and I get an early copy out, I may know it's coming. That's what I'm saying. Or I have an idea, at least. Uh, but yeah. Um, tell us about your favorite class, Toasty, and the next mount they're getting. Warriors aren't getting a new mount. Are we getting a no, new mount? No, but paladins are. I legitimately have no idea what you're talking about. It's the next thing in our show notes. I'm 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 playing ignorant. Okay, well, Lightforge Paladins are getting a new mount, which I am really happy with. Okay, so um, the most annoying thing about playing a Drenai Paladin 
is that the free mount you get is a... They're annoying Elics. Elics are one of the most annoying mounts to, to ride in this game because they never fit through any doorways. And everything has doorways. There, there's very few open air spaces. Like, I think only... Only would it be like Ouroboros right now with most of it being open air would an Elec not get in the way. But like... Culture ass, everything, every doorway stuck. It, it's like a, it's like a, a, a torrent on a on a kodo, uh, which is just as annoying. Um, so Lightforge Paladins uh, in this patch will have a Talbuk mount option. Don't know much about it. Uh, didn't really have a chance to look into it too much, but um, I would like to respectfully request that. Drenai Paladins, non-Lightforge Paladins, but also have the Talbic option, or a Talbic option that is not an annoying-as-hell Elec. So I'm going to partially agree with Manny here. That's the second most thing about playing a Lightforge Paladin. And Toasty, dear sir, tell me, tell me, sir, other than that you're playing a Paladin, what is worse than the mount? Oh, nothing's worse than that. Okay. <laughs> and you know, I, you know, I take that back. Actually, I'm not going to say that's the second most thing about playing uh, Lightforge Paladin because I like the Elec mounts. Okay, I, I I respectfully disagree. But I've also played a Duranite Paladin for a very long time, and I've always annoyed the Elec mounts. Yeah, that was uh, the they've first, always annoyed the hell out of me. That was the first. Um, that was the first racial mount that I got for my care for my. Original Night Elf Warrior, outside of obviously the Night Elf mounts. Okay. I really wanted an elephant. Alright. I like elephants. Alright. Totally fine. I just, yeah, I don't like the elephants. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Um. Okay, so. Now, how would you tell us about a limited time op opportunity for people who have names they'd like to change? Yeah, so if 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 you, like Blizzard, had your battle tag as something you'd rather not have it named anymore, you know, like a certain cowboy over in the land of Overwatch, you can also change your name for free. Uh, I don't believe... I noticed the time limit on that or how long this is going for, but for the next little bit, you can get one free name change on your battle name, on your battle tag. Yeah, so if your name is Jesse McCree is a god, eh, I might want to change that. Yeah. And that's that. Just saying, something to consider. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, now... That we are done with the news. Is there any other news you want to talk about there, Toasty? Uh, nothing that I can think of, no. All right. So, uh, now we come to... Uh, let's just say the elephant in the room. Um, the future of the show. Um, it is something we have debated with for three months now. Um, the first thing that I want to say 
uh, is this first thing I'm going to say is it was decided before uh, the lawsuit happened uh, and is unrelated to that. Uh, Allie has decided that she can no longer continue doing this show along with the million other podcasts she does. Um, and uh, while I'm sad to see her go, I absolutely understand and hope that uh, her future podcasting endeavors and uh, all the things she's got going on uh, work out amazingly for her. Um, wish she could be here for this episode to tell you herself. Um, but uh, she had, unfortunately, some other obligations that prevented her from uh, from being here. Um Allie has been an invaluable part of the show. Uh, it has been a blast having her here. Um, I am certain I will never look at pirates again the same way. And uh, I may just look up every so often uh, in her honor. Um, so, Allie, if you listen to this episode, I hope you are. Uh, thank you for being part of all things Azeroth for the time that you were. Um, and uh, I wish you nothing but the best going forward. All right. Uh, Toasty. Hi. Hi. You have anything you'd like to say at this point? Um, oh, Ooh, I almost did it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man. I've been doing this for what? Six years. I think it would be six years right about now. Right. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately, that's about as far as it's going to go for me. Uh, this was, uh, oh man, um, this was a really hard decision for me because this show means a lot to me and, you know, I feel like I'm letting Medros down in doing this. And I don't want to do that because he's a very dear friend to me. But this is something that I had to do, like, par like partly for my own mental health. Like when all this, when all this news broke, it, uh, like, it changed the way I look at everything, and and I can't. I can't look at all this stuff without thinking of, you know, the very crappy things that happened as like, like while all this fantastic stuff was happening. And it got, it got to the point where like even talking about this, like anything Blizzard related was giving me huge amounts of anxiety. And that's, that's already something I struggle with a lot. Like that's that's another thing that's happened since since uh since since all this broke news broke. Like I I got I got myself a fancy new like doctor approved diagnosis for you know anxiety disorders and a bunch of other stuff. And you know this stuff obviously isn't the only thing that that contributed to that, but you know it played a decent part of it. And it's to the point where 
where talking about Blizzard stuff and all that just isn't bringing me the joy that it used to. And like one of the things that you know that very much kept me going through throughout all those years, you know, even times when I wasn't necessarily as engaged with the game as I could have been, was I just genuinely had fun talking about the like the world surrounding it, you know, the news and all that other stuff. And the idea of doing that now while also having to talk about, you know, the stuff that's going to come up with the lawsuit, it doesn't sound like fun to me. And because of that is like, I decide I've decided to step away and it sucks because I, I like, like I said, I, I, it's six years of just, I had a lot of fun doing it. I, I met a lot of fantastic people, got some amazing opportunities but I got to talk about a game that I just genuinely loved. And I still love. Like, I'm still playing the game right now. I'm still playing it a lot. I, like, during, the pa- during the past few months, I've probably played it more than I have in a long time. Because I'm just having fun playing the game. But just talking about it is not fun anymore. And... I feel like... My contributions to the show would suffer as a result of that. So, because of all that, I'm I'm stepping away. And... I I don't know what the future holds for me in terms of, like, this whole online space that I've carved out for myself over the past six years. I mean, those of you who follow me on Twitch know that I haven't been streaming since this news broke. Because like I, I didn't feel good streaming WoW ga- uh, Blizzard games, and I, exp- I experimented a few weeks back, and I enjoyed the I enjoyed being back to streaming. I did like, w- but streaming WoW just wasn't it for me, at least not yet. And I don't, I'm not sure if it'll ever, if it ever will be again. So, yeah. Um, that's. That's it. Yeah. Well, you will be missed as uh, as part of the show. As again, will Ali. Um, and uh, thank you for being here for as long as you were. Thanks for having me. Thanks for putting up with me for six years. Well, more than six years. You've been you were putting up with me as a, just a listener long before that. <laughs> oh yeah, you've been trolling me for years. <laughs> Um, you were the first, you were the f- second, ATA was the second WoW podcast I listened to. The first one was the WoW Insider Show. And that, that, that was a common first one for people, yeah. The reason I started listening to this show is because I think it was Rossi mentioned, uh, that you were from Winnipeg. So they made some, they made some comment about Manitoba. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll give them a listen to. And they stuck around. Yeah. Um, so, uh, to address the future of the show, um, 
I have decided to keep the show going. Um, I mean, partly, I guess, because I've been doing it so long that, I mean, I still play the game. I still love the game. I still still respect the people who make the game for the most part um, and still want to support the game. Um, I will not until I'm satisfied, satisfied with the changes that I've seen cease calling Blizzard out to be better. Um, and that is an issue that the entire gaming industry, like I said before, needs to deal with. Um, they all have issues and they need to be fixed. Um, I have some small amount of interest in influence and lots of interest in Blizzard as a company and I want to see them improve, do better, change. Uh, so, um, the chain, the show will be changing. Um, pretty much the show will be when I feel like there's something to talk about. Um, I hope to do an episode a month, at least. Um, if there's lots to talk about, uh, it may be weekly. Um, for a long time, the show was edited uh, by other people. Um, for a long time by Sean, who I believe is in our chat right now. Uh, then by Toasty. I'm going to be editing again, so I'm sorry. Just going to say that now. Sorry. Uh, it will not be as good to listen to, uh, and I apologize for that. Um, but as an editor, I have never quite gotten the hang of that very well. So uh, I will try to do my best and produce a good show when I can. Um, but I can't promise a weekly show. I uh, just can't do it. Um, I hope that... Uh, what I produce still meets your expectations. Um, if it doesn't, I absolutely understand I'm subscribing. Uh, for those who are supporters of our Patreon, um, I appreciate every one of you and understand if any of you needs to stop or change the pledge you make. Um, no hard feelings at all. Totally understand, and uh, I appreciate the support you're giving. Um, I do hope to occasionally have some uh, some guests on. Um, I still hope to interview Christy Golden when Sylvanas is closer to being released, and I hope that uh, we will see. Um, a, a clear forward for this show uh, before too long. But um, for now, um, this is the direction that we're going in. Um, and of course, I'll, as always, I reserve the right to change my mind or my opinion or the, the expectation of what's going to happen uh, at any point. Um, 
but uh, if I decide to change uh, the show in any significant fashion, um, I will let you know as soon as I am aware of that. So, uh, so on that note, uh, I think that's about it. Um, again, thank you to Toasty and Ali uh, for being on the show uh, for the, the times they have been. Um, and um, look forward to seeing you next time on All Things Azeroth. Um, and uh, we'll do the outro live this time. Um, if you'd like to reach us by voicemail, you can reach us at 1-785-ATA-WOW5. That's 1-785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. And for the final time, uh, please check us out on Twitter. Twitter is, for the show is all things as. For me, it's at Medros. And for Fandeth, it's at Fandeth, P-H-A-N-D-E-T-H, uh, at Toasty Posty Can for Toasty, Ali Anders K for Ali, and of course the network at Dawnforge. So we'll be back next time. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side. What's yet to come? Okay, bye! Copyright 2021 Dawnforge Productions. Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.